Welcome to Collective Insanity. Um, I'm Bajuko, and this is episode two. I'm going to be talking with Leif. She's a student and an artist. We're going to be discussing our experiences with beauty and our observation of the beauty industry in the last few years and how it's affected us as women. I had a lot of fun making this episode, so I hope you have just as much fun listening to it. But yeah. Hello? Hello. Hey. Cool. Okay. So, do you want to dive straight into it? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> if you're happy. Okay. Um, I mean, introduce yourself first. Yeah, that would probably be better. <laughs> okay. So, uh, my name is Leif, and um, I am a second-year student uh, in psychosocial studies, which is essentially a joint degree between psychology and sociology. Cool. Um, I tend to lean more to the sociology side of things, uh, much more interested in how kind of society works as a whole and how it impacts individuals. Um, Yeah. And uh, I'm also an artist. I paint and I draw and I do crafty little things. Yeah, I've seen some of your stuff. Very cool. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So, yeah, I thought it was um, cool that we would talk about this topic because I was stalking your Instagram and I saw a post that you made on skincare and Mm -hmm. I was reading it and I was thinking, yes, I was like, this girl gets it. (laughs) I was like, I understand where you are coming from. And I thought it was just important to spark a conversation on beauty and kind of like a shared struggle that women go through Mm. in like that whole realm of just being pretty and like expressing femininity and Mm. how it can actually be very like self-deprecating in a way yeah absolutely yeah um so the first point I was gonna make off is is that I feel like the beauty industry is very much making money off of us Mm -hmm. like that's all they're really doing I feel like that's the one main intention and I was looking um while I was looking I found research that in the United Kingdom it's um it's the leading three cosmetic consumers in Western Europe. And the cosmetic boom happened in 2017 when the sector's market value reached the staggering of 9.8 billion British pounds. Mm, yeah. Which is really crazy to me. And I think I was looking back and I was thinking to like 2017 and like that era. And I was thinking how everything was kind of like elevating, like the trends and how fast paced they were going just switched like incredibly and I was thinking about how everything was very much like Instagram buddy everyone wanted to get their nails done studio makeup like very much big brands like Anastasia and like Kylie Jenner yeah and everyone doing their hair and even now we see the trends like switching every like six months from like Instagram to Pinterest bitch or alternative and city bells or whatever or making trends off of weird stuff such as the colored brown but I feel like (laughs) yeah (laughs) I feel like we're giving our money to these corporations that aren't even owned by women, but like mm. men who are trying right. to make money off of like little girls and for yeah. what? Nothing yeah. more than like an intimidation of real self-worth. Because I feel like when you actually go on your journey of finding your self-worth, you realise that all of these materialistic things are literally nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, and the insta-likes and the toxic validation that, isn't coming by other people but also men and not calling anyone out it's not that I'm calling anyone out it's that I feel like I'm healing from this and seeing the type of toxic behaviors that I was having before and I feel like it's so important to try and do the same to other people but I wanted to see your um, perspectives on that too 
Absolutely. I mean, as you've said, it's not a case of like calling individuals out for 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 wanting to wear makeup or for feeling like they should wear makeup because it is kind of as as women, as girls, we're kind of raising the system that, you know, sort of tells us that we have to be pretty, that our kind of role in society is to be pretty. And that's how you get anywhere, um, mm-hmm. whether that's within you know, um, career paths or uh, finding a partner um, or being successful, all of those things are very much tied in into um, kind of your outward appearance. And what I found really interesting about what you said is uh, the, the sort of switching in trends, you know, um, yeah. and how kind of fickle it all is because we're constantly sort of chasing this idea of beauty. Um, (laughs) when how can we do that when the standard of beauty is constantly shifting and what is considered beautiful one month next month it's considered outdated um, and we keep having to kind of keep up with it and I think that realization can actually be quite freeing uh, because once you realize that you sort of think well I have nothing really to kind of compete with there's no point in trying to keep up with something which is just a concept it's a construct you know it doesn't really exist um and we like to say you know beauty and um uh beauty is subjective um and it it is to an extent (laughs) but there are a lot of things that kind of tie into what we perceive as beautiful um and it's a massive pressure it's a massive pressure to kind of um try and try and compete there, with um and what I wanted to say as well is um the the sort of concept of choice and you know like we said if you want we want if you want to wear makeup wear makeup if, if you want to like get fake nails and fake tan or uh cosmetic surgery and things like that in order to feel beautiful you know feel like you're doing it for yourself then absolutely do that but one thing I've learned <laughs> on my degree is um, the, it's a very sort of third wave feminist perspective on on beauty and what it means to be uh, a woman. Um, and one of the arguments which is often made against this kind of liberal choice feminism is think if everything that you consider is empowering to you. So if you feel like wearing makeup is empowering to you, and yet that thing is also coincidentally the same thing that gets you somewhere in a patriarchal society. Can you really say that you're doing it for yourself? I think that um, nothing should really necessarily empower you except from yourself. Mm-hmm. I think this is why it comes back to like what people are actually using these trends and these like forms of expression it's a way of validation and a way of feeling accepted and knowing that you're going to get pretty looks and maybe someone calling you out and that boosts your self-esteem because if you're nothing at least you're pretty and I know because I've been there too but I think that like once you have your self-worth and I feel like once you actually know yourself and like what you want then putting on concealer doesn't really actually switch how you're going to present yourself it's more of something that you're playing with because it's been introduced to you right I wouldn't necessarily think that makeup is something that empowers me but it's more something that 
I guess I've had since I was younger and I'm not uncomfortable playing with it. So me continuing to play with it, even though I've identified how it's actually very much, you know, fucked up my mental health in a way because I was doing it for other people. Now that I do it for myself, it's more expressive. Absolutely. And yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we were also talking about, um, what is it? Social media. <laughs> <laughs> And the impact of social media on beauty standards. I think it's really important now because it is lockdown. And even when mm. we're at home, like, people are still trying to look pretty. And it's even worse now because I feel like when you're looking on Instagram, you always see these like very gorgeous women and they're posing and they look amazing. And it's a bit like it's great. Like show yourself off, honestly. If you're comfortable in your skin, like go ahead. But it's the fact that you have girls not looking their best and comparing themselves to those girls on their screens even though those girls have probably been photoshopped like have maybe had cosmetic surgery done and are wearing like different types of wigs but then claim that they have products that enhance their like enhance their beauty in a way that are then trying to get us to buy them Mm. whether it be like waist trainers hair gummies or anything like that and it's just it's manipulative it's manipulative in so many ways because these women are sacrificing because I think beauty does come at a price like constantly having to look pretty takes up so much time so much effort and so much like consciousness of like other people's thoughts and their perceptions of you that it's almost like in like it's it's just suffocating really you can't really do anything for yourself no absolutely exactly and I mean, especially with like, um, I think meme culture and TikTok particularly, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about uh, TikTok um, in relation to kind of the impact it has on, on, young, on young people and their sort of body dysmorphia and things. Um, but there's, I've recently noticed when I flick through Instagram and I go on my uh, like explore page and you'll see a meme and then there's the option to like swipe to see what the next picture is. And so frequently it's some kind of like promotion for some sort of workout routine or it's like, oh, oh look at this like corset, whatever that I bought. You can have a waist like me or uh, this like, oh, it's like some kind of tool that gets rid of your double chin and gives you a more chiseled look you know and people and I myself I look at that and I think I should do that because I want to look like that you know and then you forget that actually these people a lot of them have really good skin because they either have good genes or they have the money to invest and this like brand that's come out of nowhere and I've never heard of before it's probably not going to be the thing that makes me feel beautiful uh, or that like changes my body in some kind of significant way um so it is it is a really kind of dangerous environment and as you said I mean now we're in lockdown and there's this pressure to be productive the pressure around glow-ups and yeah kind of when when it, it used to be like come summer I'm gonna have the like beach body and now it's like when lockdown ends I'm gonna have this body um and yeah. yes I feel like with time we realize that this will never go right. away it's even looking at um 
Khloe Kardashian, her whole, oh yeah, like revenge body thing. And she literally built a whole, like a mini career off of venging her ex-boyfriend with a new body, which mm. is literally the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my mm. life. I feel like wanting, like desiring pretty things and wanting to be pretty is nothing bad. I feel like that's literally a normal part of being yeah. human. But I feel like when it comes to the point where being pretty is your everything, yeah. it's yeah. it's almost it's almost scary and it's like your it's not your fault either though because I feel like every girl has just been Mm. there and I feel like it's even more concerning now because I'm seeing girls so much like just putting themselves down so obviously and comparing themselves to these Instagram models and to these people who are literally buttering themselves up and looking gorgeous as a job as a job so how are you going to try and maintain that in your day-to-day living your life not everyone's an Instagram model. Not everyone's a supermodel. How it's impo- it's it's ridiculous to compare yourself, really. And it's even more annoying because it's put into our media that it's something that should be accessible or like even possible by all girls. And we watch movies and we see things where it's always the narrative of this girl. Oh, I'm so sad. My life's horrible. And then she gets a makeover or a glow up, and all her life problems just go away. Yeah, and the man so sees her for the first time, away. and he's like gawping, and he's like, oh, like finally the male love interest in the film is attracted to her, oh, and now her life no. is just complete. Honey, if he didn't know that you were fit from the beginning, then he shouldn't know that you're fit even when you're fit <laughs> or fit for everyone. No, that's not how it should go. And it's even worse because I feel like people will start to think that they owe you. Like, females will start to think that they owe you mm. that. And I feel like that's why the book Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Given is so... I feel like that's why it's it's going up so much now, because I feel like women are really relating mm-hmm. to that. Because even in the workplace, like, we have to wear heels. We're told that we look tired when we don't have mm. makeup on. Not looking a type of presentable or just looking like our normal selves is bad and it's annoying because we're constantly changing and it was like yesterday I was watching a movie and um what is it like my dad was talking about how this woman looks really different with her eyebrows and how the girls now don't look like that Mm -hmm. either and I was saying to him yeah like like it's crazy how we keep on changing our way of like looking and how these trends keep on changing but then when you look at it and you result it to men. A white t-shirt and black jeans has literally been a trend since 1960s, <laughs> right? And they are still yeah, wearing that yeah, today. Absolutely. It's 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 just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and blinding, really. And it's even crazy because we're looking at the global apparent market. Well, I was looking at it and I was looking at its value and it's $1.5 trillion mm-hmm. in 2020. And it's about to hit $2.25 trillion in 2025, which is ridiculous because we're in a pandemic. Why are people buying mm-hmm. clothes? <laughs> you don't got nowhere to, to be. <laughs> really, really. And it's even worse because it's 10% of the annual global um, carbon emissions in the world. So we're destroying our Earth trying to please the people's perceptions mm. of ourselves even though we mm. actually never have a full control over that just because you look pretty doesn't mean that that person is going to necessarily find you desirable and even if they find you desirable will it be desirable in the right type mm-hmm. of way right right yeah. because women will be presenting themselves in a way that is said to be desirable wearing a little red dress right in like that have literally been a staple piece for so many movies and so many gorgeous women and red lips but then we go to court after we've been raped and it's the reason why yeah (laughs) 
the rapist yeah. did it. It's it's another win win situation, and it's it's really conflicting. Absolutely, <laughs> like um, something that has kind of really been on my mind recently is is what you said. This kind of idea that women can't win. There's nothing you can do. It's like there's this pressure for women to be beautiful uh, and attractive and slim uh, and this and that and the other and look put together and well presented. But at the same time, she should look like she's effortless and she didn't have to, you know, work for it. I woke yes! up like this. Hashtag I woke up like this. Like, what are you meant to do? Because if you don't um, conform to these sorts of standards of beauty, then you're asked if you're tired or if you're okay or if you're hygienic or if you're a slob. Um, you won't yeah. succeed usually in a lot of sort of career pathways and things you won't be taken seriously if you don't try enough but then if you try too much you're also facing that a risk of not being taken seriously either and being sort of seen as narcissistic and a bit egotistical and a bit shallow um so it's it's a stressful kind of existence and you know it what is. you said about the kind of um the fashion industry and the beauty industry having such a big stake in the market uh, and how we spend our money, particularly now during the pandemic, because we're all sat at home and consumerism is something that has kind of been taught to us in our society from a very young age. Yes. It's like, if you're sad, buy yourself something, you know, treat yourself. Oh, <laughs> the, 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 the fake self-care. Right, exactly. The fake self-care. It's, it's really crazy as well, because I feel like... Um, there was a point where my mood swings were just getting really bad and I genuinely thought that the best way to take care of myself was to put a face mask on mm. and do my nails. <laughs> I genuinely thought that that was a way and it was only like it's only recently only in the last year where like I've been reading more and like trying to deconstruct the effects of right. the patriarchy within yeah. myself that I'm realizing that that's not self-care self-care is making sure that tomorrow I'm going to be okay and there's going to be a place where I can stay safely and that I'm still going to be at peace it means doing things that I don't always want to do but actually mm -hmm. need Absolutely. to do self-care is not a fun thing at all self-care is so kind of gross and annoying <laughs> Like, I want to be lazy and just indulge in this moment and go on my phone. But I know that that's not going to help myself and that's not me caring yeah. for myself. Self-care is looking at yourself, like, as the as a child and having to navigate yourself, even though, like, you're going through these tantrums and you're going through these moments where you're doubting yourself. And it's building a relationship with yourself, not getting your Absolutely. nails done. Yeah, your, your self-worth uh, shouldn't be contingent on how kind of presentable you look, you know. It shouldn't be dependent on how uh, beautiful you feel that day on the outside. So Yes, yeah. definitely. I, I think, um, like, while you start to create yourself, and I feel like you try and decide the way that you're going to go, the, you start to realize that your validation is, mm -hmm. is coming within and once you realize that your validation is coming within it becomes more permanent so it's not just validation that you're going to get on when you put a face of makeup on it's a validation that you so the audio cuts off again because i go on another tangent but i swear i think i found a way to structure these so hopefully the next episode will flow better um but yeah again i really loved working on this episode and it was so much fun
I hope, if anything, what people get out of this is that beauty is what you make out of it and not necessarily all of the standards that have been fed to us by the media. Like, you're beautiful just because you are you. As corny as that sounds, I mean it. So, yeah. But I'm going to link um, Leaf's Instagram below and her art Instagram too. So, check that out. But, yeah. Have a good week. Bye.